Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, May 27th. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you've had a good week. And uh, we've enjoyed having you with us this week on the Winning Side broadcast. And we welcome those of you listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, those on the uh, podcast, those on the radio app, we welcome you. And then those watching on Facebook today, I hope you're having a good day. And those watching on YouTube, I can't see your smiling face, but I hope you can see mine. And I hope I'm smiling. I'm trying to, and uh, I'm happy. I'm happy because I know the Lord, and I'm happy because I'm saved. Uh, I'm on my way to heaven, and I want to live on the winning side every day, and I hope that's your desire as well. Uh, let's be in prayer for a great day on Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. Of course, it's Memorial Day weekend, and uh, what a special time it is as we, uh, we think back on those who have given their lives uh, for our freedom. And I thank the Lord for the United States of America. Uh, we'll have some flags up on Sunday, and I hope you don't lose your patriotism uh, just because you see some problems with our country. Uh, there's no perfect country on earth, of course. Uh, there won't be a perfect uh, perfect place till we get to heaven. But I want to tell you, I, wouldn't, I would not rather live in any other place than the United States of America. And I'm thankful for our country. I'm thankful for our military. And uh, we are indebted to those who have given their lives, paid the price uh, with, uh, with their, their blood uh, so that we could enjoy the freedoms we have today. God is so, so good to us. A happy birthday today to Charles Bryant and a happy birthday today to Anthony Green. Hope you men have a great day today. And then tomorrow, happy birthday to Haley Hale, Renee Pierce, and Chris Tripp. And then a happy anniversary tomorrow to Brad and Stacy Keeter. Hope you folks have a great day and God bless you. Let's pray today for our church. Uh, pray for our missionaries. Uh, pray for one another. A lot of folks are out traveling this weekend. And uh, let's pray for safety and let's pray for uh, God to watch over us and pray for those who are dealing with health issues and uh, those who've lost loved ones. Let's pray for them as well. Here's a great song. I know we did this a few months ago, but I love this song. Uh, what kind of man? I want you to think about uh, what kind of man would come and would die on a cross and, and, and pay the price for us while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. I hope you enjoyed this song. And after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 63. I am Barabbas, a rebel, a prisoner. Death was the sentence for me. Led before Pilate, I stood there beside him, this man somewhere calling a king. And as the crowd shouted, crucify him, the soldiers let me go free. What kind of man, guilty of nothing, would suffer the shame and disgrace? 
despised and rejected, so willing to die in my place at Calvary. Someone like me. My name is Thomas. For three years I followed. I saw every wonder and sign. They say that he's risen, that his grave is empty, but I just can't believe he's alive. Now standing before me, Jesus shows me the wounds in his hands and his side. What kind of man embraces a doubter, lovingly drawing me near? I don't have to wonder if I've been accepted. He settled the worry and fear at Calvary for someone like me. And loved him, but oh, how I failed him that night. I promised Jesus that I'd never leave him. I'd willingly lay down my life. But there at his trial, I stood by the fire. I denied him three times. What kind of man? Pours out his mercy on someone who stumbles and falls With no way to earn it, no way to deserve it Forgiveness still came after all At Calvary for someone like me For the worthless to save him, whatever it takes. What kind of man would rescue a sinner and offer amazing grace at Calvary? At Calvary for someone like me. For someone like me. Someone like me. Amen. I hope that causes you to rejoice. I, every time I hear that song, I get so uh, overwhelmed with conviction to think about uh, how Jesus would, would die for uh, somebody like uh, a Thomas and Jesus would die for uh, somebody like Peter and then Jesus would die for somebody like me and somebody like you. Uh, what amazing love. How can it be? Let's look at Psalm 63. We've seen in this Psalm, number one, uh, David's longing. He was thirsting. He was hungering for God. Then we saw David's looking. He said, I want to see thy power. I want to see thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Uh, I've, I've mentioned this a few times recently. 
but you don't have to come to church to worship God. Now, you do need to come to church. Uh, God's plan for his people is the church, of course. But if you wait from Sunday to Sunday to worship God, you're missing out. Uh, you're going to find yourself weak spiritually. You're going to find yourself starving to death spiritually if the only time you spend with God, the only Bible and the only prayer you get is on Sunday. Well, likewise, if the only time you worship God is on Sunday, uh, you're missing out. And we are missing out on opportunities to give God the glory and the praise that belongs to him. So David was longing. He was looking. Then we saw the love. David talks about God's love. He says, your loving kindness is better than life. And then he says this. He says, I, I, your love is so amazing. He said, it's, it's better than life. Think about all the great things in life. Now, I'm not talking about the problems or the difficulties, but just think about the best things this life has to offer. Well, those things are not as good. Those things do not even compare to the love of God. Thy loving kindness is better than life. Let's look today at number five. David talks about his lips. He says, my lips shall praise thee. Now, we ought to praise God, no doubt about it. I think praise should start in our heart. I think it should start on the inside. Uh, I don't think you should just try to praise God on the outside and try to fool people and try to impress people because God knows and God sees the heart. Uh, God desires for us to worship Him uh, in spirit and in truth. But notice what David says. He says, my lips shall praise thee. He said, I'm not just praising you, God, in my heart. I'm not just praising you in my mind. I'm not just praising you in my thoughts. I'm not just praising you to myself, but he said, I am praising you with my lips. What does that mean? It means with your speech. It means with your communication. Uh, it means with your song. It means that you are uh, uh, literally, you are making noise and you are letting people know how good God is. He says this in verse four, uh, verse three, my lips shall praise thee. Uh, sometimes our lips are used to criticize. Sometimes our lips are used to gossip. Sometimes our lips are used for, for being cruel. But David says, My lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. David says, As long as I have life, as long as I have breath, I just want to bless your name. I want to praise your name with my lips. We see David's lips, number five. Number six, I want to draw your attention to the next uh, thought here. He says, I will lift up my hands in thy name. Now, this thing of lifting up hands is an interesting uh, study in the Bible. You look, look it up sometime uh, with a, um, a concordance. I just type it in. I've got a Strong's concordance right here on my uh, iPad. I've got one on my phone. But you type in those words, lift up my hands. You know what you find? You find in the book of Nehemiah that they were lifting up their hands while the preacher was preaching and they were saying, amen, amen, lifting up hands in, in amen and lifting up our hands in agreement uh, for the preaching of the word of God. That's a wonderful thing. But then also you'll find that lifting up of hands, it talks about that in prayer. Now, you don't have to raise your hand to get God's attention. I'm glad he already knows. But we lift up our hands in prayer, and as we pray to God, we are, we are calling out, we are crying out to God. Again, you're not trying to get God's attention, 
but I think sometimes it's our motions or it's our actions that show uh, our, our, our deep level of commitment and devotion and, and our strong desire for something. David says, I will lift up my hands in thy name. That could be saying amen. That could be praying to God and lifting up hands in prayer. Could be, and it talks about this throughout the Bible, lifting up our hands in praise. You know, uh, I, I love it in church. And we don't, by the way, you may go to a church where uh, it's an open discussion and whoever wants to raise their hand or whoever wants to speak out does. We don't do that at our church. Uh, occasionally we'll have a testimony time or occasionally we'll have something like that. But we, we don't do that. I like it in our church. If I see somebody's got a hand raised, you know what that usually means? It means they're praising God. It means they're rejoicing. It means God's doing something in their heart. It means that God is working in their life. And I think it's a good thing to lift up hands, the Bible says, in His name. We don't lift up hands to try to draw attention to ourselves. We don't lift up hands to try to get people to look at us. But we lift up our hands in God's name to praise Him and to, to call out to Him and to, to glorify Him. I think we should enjoy church. I think lifting up of hands, I think it indicates that you're, 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 uh, you're passionate about what's going on. Uh, boy, we go to a ball game and we get crazy, don't we? You go to a big event and everybody's cheering and hollering and clapping and doing all those things. I'm not saying that church has to be like a ball game. Please don't, don't misunderstand me. But I'm saying this, there ought to be something that, that takes place in our heart that's evident uh, on the outside when the, the singing is going on. I think you ought to sing. Uh, I love it when I see a tear coming down somebody's face because of the song it's speaking to their heart. I love it when the choir's singing. I love scanning the congregation and just seeing people singing along or people nodding their head or people rejoicing or raising a hand, saying amen. Uh, I, love it. I love it during announcement time when we talk about some blessings, people getting saved or people getting baptized or uh, a, a big thing, big day coming up and people are excited about it. I love it. Uh, I love it during the preaching when people respond. I love it during the invitation time when people come forward and people respond because God has spoken to them. Uh, I think we ought to get excited about the things of God. I want to tell you this. Think about it as you lift up holy hands. Think about how we should praise. Think about how we should pray. Think about how we should rejoice in the goodness of God. We'll stop there and we'll pick up next week and finish up Psalm 63. I hope it's a blessing to you and uh, I hope we'll be able to wrap this up and uh, give you some things that'll help you and encourage you in your Christian life. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.